Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitzen on a Monday here. Final bye week esque show before we really start to uh, deep dive into the New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans Saints. Uh, later on in the week, obviously, tomorrow, the return of the Mike Tomlin press conference here at noon on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, so we'll be back with you guys on Wednesday with plenty to discuss. As we continue here on our midseason awards show, Arthur Motes. Oh, hold on, hold on. Welcome back. Ah, yes. Welcome back, everybody, to your 2022 midseason SNR Awards here. I'm your host, Wesley Euler, alongside Arthur Motes. Uh, we did MVP. We did Comeback Player of the Year. Coach of the Year, Arthur Motes. Now, I'm split on this one because we always do this. Is it Does it go to the coach who's most exceeded expectations for his team? Does it go to the coach who's just doing the most winning who you got if you're casting a ballot today for NFL Coach of the Year? Mm. I'm torn between it's between Sean McDermott and Nick Sirianni for me. Um, I love what Philly's been doing. I love the hot start. I do look at their schedule, though, and I question some stuff. But at the same time, you can't control who you play. All you can do is go out there and win. So that, in a nutshell, is why Philly, why Nick Sirianni, why Buffalo. It was because I look at their strength of schedule and who they've been playing against and who they've been having to go through and how they've been doing it as well. And I also think of the expectations that they're dealing with coming into this season on the heels of last year and how they've still been living up to those things as well. As we've said, there's a big difference between you having the bullseye on you and you kind of surprising teams. Correct. Philly didn't come into this season with the bullseye on them. Correct. Buffalo did. Absolutely. 
so when I think of that, I'm like, man, I do feel like, yeah, that does hold a certain level of, you know, acumen to that Mm -hmm. because of that journey, because of those expectations, because of how you have to manage that. Whereas with Philly, it's becoming stronger as it goes along. Right, but no, it, no, now no one's right, taking them lightly. Right. Obviously, but it took how many weeks to get there? Whereas for Buffalo, man, week one, the Rams game, everybody know what time it is. It's like, no, we need to see this. This must see TV mm-hmm. next week. This must see TV following week, prime time, prime yeah, time, prime time. True. So that's why I'm kind of stuck with that. But if I'm solely looking at it as Philly kind of surprising people, then I would go Nick Sirianni. But I play for Buffalo, so I'm gonna wish on McDermott because I'm biased. Boom. <laughs> I think if if I were voting today, I believe I would go with, with Nick Sirianni. Um, but can I throw two more names into that conversation? Oh, 100%, for you? Let's do it. Along the, the the lines of overachievers. Can, 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 please say the name. I think you about to say Pete Carroll. Thank some, you. That's Pete the Carroll one I was about some, to Pete say. Pete Carroll get some credit in this conversation. Hundred percent. I was like, please say Pete because yes, people, he, were, people were picking them to have the worst record in the NFL. Think about their first when, place in their when division. Russ left. The conversation was man, Denver becomes a contender now. Seattle, they're tanking. They're getting draft picks. Mm-hmm. They're getting ready for that. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially been the opposite. It's been the exact opposite. It's been the opposite. <laughs> Seattle was legitimately in first place. You know, doing what they need to do, mm-hmm. and they're doing it in a sustainable way. It's not like we're watching games where Geno's throwing for 350, 400, and we're asking, hey, can you sustain this type of play? Nah. They asked him to throw for 180 to 220. And not have an interception. Yep, take care of the ball. 100 Make a couple plays with your legs. And you got Kenneth Walker. Killing doing what he needs to do, killing it, making a strong case for himself. It's like, yeah, when you have that type of offense mixed with the type of defense that they're playing and with some of those players over there, now you get this recipe for success that is very much sustainable. Yeah, and that is yeah. a, a huge credit and testament to Pete Carroll because Pete. a year ago you were wondering, is this possible, especially without rest? But now you're seeing that not only is it possible, they're actually doing this and beating some quality teams as well. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm with you. It's you know it's funny. Sometimes we kind of joke that you know coaches you got to be on the cutting edge of trends, right? And you got to be able to evolve and adapt. And it's a younger man's game. People were asking that about Pete Carroll last year. Has it passed him by? There's some people with Mike Tomlin right now. Is he just you know is he too old school in his they defensive asked that about Bill Belichick and his defensive mentality? Right. Yeah. I tell you what. Between mm-hmm. Dusty Baker, mm-hmm. 73 years young, winning the World Series, yeah. Pete Carroll, he's like 97 years old, got his team in yeah. first place. Who says the old I guys can't think, get it done? Well, and shoot, not just getting it done, but even in a sense where it's almost retro, the way they're going. He hasn't opened up That's this true. offense and said, That's hey, true. we're going to go five wide, throw vertical every play like a lot of people always want. <laughs> It's like, Go nah, routes. nah, we're going to come in here and choke you out. We're going to play defense and run this ball, play action, pass you to death. And I remember the last Super Bowl that Bill Belichick and them up in New England won. Remember the approach that they implemented? It wasn't a five-watt. It was an old school. We're going to run this ball. 21 personnel, 12 personnel. Rams aren't going to be able to score on us. And everybody looked Jared at them Goff like, bro, isn't good what enough is to beat this? our defense. It's like, what is this? Gurley isn't the same <laughs> what anymore. What is this? We're going to win this game. What was what it 13 to 10? Yeah. 17 to 10, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think of that, it's like, Nah, sometimes, man, these old guys do understand what it is because just because innovation is cool, football is still football. And part of the reason why Buffalo even lost yesterday, you got to remember that part, man. When teams start running the ball, you can can keep playing cute, but eventually it's going to catch up to you. 
Eventually, you might get punched in the uh, mouth. Absolutely. So that's the part that I do enjoy. Sometimes we get to see some of that old school, you know, concepts yeah, and mentalities yeah. coming into the game today. Like maybe like how te- like when Tennessee's been at their best absolutely. under Vrabel. That's it hasn't kinda. been five wide. It's yeah. been we're gonna run this ball and play defense. Yep. Play action pass. Old school football. We're gonna score twenty points, yep. twenty four points, not and pretty. that's gonna be enough. It's not pretty, but you, I'm gonna make you play excellent over there. Yep. You're not gonna do all this pretty highlights. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. We're gonna nah. get into a rock fight uh-huh. here and see. I'm gonna who, put you right in this phone booth, dolls. and I'm gonna see who who gonna fall first. I'm straight body shots. Yep. Like, I love that approach right there, man. I, I love it. It doesn't always go over well with the casual viewers, you know, because obviously touchdowns and exciting plays matter, and that does help with, you know, being able to get the surface-level fans. Yeah. yeah but yeah. for the purest, the, the, the people that, like, just love this game. Like, I love this game, baby. I, I love, love this game. being able to see some of these these type of concepts come back and still be very much a clear, defined way of victory. Sure. Not everybody can do it now, but that's no different than not everybody can operate like the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills either. So you have to see the pros and the cons. You have to see the diversity. And even you got Philly, who's kind of like that Mm in-between. They're not quite Tennessee, Mm -hmm. but they're not quite Buffalo. Yeah. But their offense is like, man, it's effective as heck. They can get you either way. Like, I I really enjoy I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing right now, man. One more, Motsi. Speaking of the team we just discussed, does Robert Sala deserve any uh, spin in this conversation? 100% he does for multiple reasons. First off, who believed in Zach Wilson? They didn't even have him to start the season either. Outside of the MILF hunters. Outside of those people. Who was believing in Zach Wilson, okay? Who was believing in this Jets team? When you talk about the preseason predictions, it was Buffalo, New England, Miami iffy with Tua because bringing you bringing in Tyreek stuff like that, but it was more so the question mark around Tua. But the Jets were considered to be the dumpsters, the last in the league. And right now they're sitting at six and two, just beat or six and three, just beat Buffalo yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're playing good football, not pretty, perfect football, good. but you talk about their approach, very similar to Seattle. They're running the ball now. They were doing Brees Hall. And Michael right, Carter. Right. Now they're going Michael Carter and James Robinson, James who they Robinson. picked up in the trade from Jacksonville. Yep. Playing great defense. Sauce Gardner picking it up, getting some turnovers and stuff like that. But that's how they're doing it. They're still making mistakes, but because they keep those mistakes at a minimum and they're playing really good defense, it takes the air out the game. Instead of you getting 10, 11 possessions, you're getting five or six possessions. Think with the Ram- or think about what the Ravens were doing when Lamar first came on the scene. It was like, bro, why are they beating teams like this? Because they make you have to execute. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get all these extra possessions right. and just score, score, score. It's like, nah. Instead of you getting six possessions in the first half, you're getting three. You better execute. <laughs> you better execute. You're going to finish this game with seven <laughs> you possessions. You better like, figure it out. You better, that you better is make them different. work. It absolutely is. Not everybody can operate like that. But Robert Sala, he has that approach. But where was he at before he came there? Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Who was he with? Pete mm-hmm. Carroll. And when was he there? When they were doing this to the tune of winning a Super Bowl and going back to another mm-hmm. one. So it's no surprise. It's no surprise at all. So 100% Robert Sala should definitely be in that conversation. Is there another one? Dable? I'm trying to think along the same lines of teams that have overachieved. To me, Dable, and also think Dan Campbell, Dan hasn't won enough. Yeah, I love the direction that he's turned. Same here, too, but you got to. But win. he hasn't won enough. Yeah, Dable, yes, but I need to see is he going to be able to sustain it too. That's the other part. You got you got Matt Lafleur for coach of the year. Mm. You got Aaron Rodgers for MVP, comeback player of the year. I mean, most valuable 
I'm about to say. I don't know. I was trying to think of something funny I, that started with P, and I got I, nothing. I, I was about to say. I'm just, That's legal know. for these radio airwaves, all right? Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think hmm. Salah deserves – I don't think he's going to win this unless the Jets, you know, like win the division, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, but I think he deserves to at least be mentioned in this conversation. He I done, agree. He, listen, look at the laundry list of coaches that the Jets have you know, rolled through in the last decade. There hasn't been a ton of stability there. Um, he's got them playing well. He's got them believing, and obviously a big win yesterday. Motsi, we've got Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive and Defensive Player – of the year, where would you like to start here? Um, you got a preference? I always go defense. Okay, let's start. You know what? Let's start with the young guys. Okay, beauty before age, or something like that. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. And you know what? This is an easy one for me. I'll, I'll see if you disagree, but this I think is a pretty simple conversation. Sauce Gardner. Speaking okay. of those Jets, um, to me, he—I mean—he looks like a fourth or fifth year veteran right now who mm-hmm. is hitting his stride and his prime. In his rookie season, uh, there were some questions. You know, he came from Cincinnati, good team, good program, but was playing in the AAC, right? Oh, what will it be like? Will there be a big curve for him? Was he maybe just, you know, a big fish in a small pond there? Man, he is. he's proved that he was everything as advertised and more. He has been outstanding. He has been locked on, and he's got my vote for NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. What well, say you? mine is the guy that was selected – in the fifth round, 153rd selection overall out of the University of Texas, Stephen, or Texas, San Antonio. Excuse me on that one. Oh, UTSA. UTSA. Oh, everybody knows that school. Big football power. Woolen. Um, that's the guy I'm going with, man, um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, just as productive as your guy, Sauce Gardner, four picks, eight PBUs. But on top of that, when you talk about this guy being a fifth-round draft pick, man, zero expectations. Nobody was thinking that this guy could come in here and essentially be the second coming of Richard Sherman. I out was going to say, there's like that's what he there's looks some like. Real, when like you Legion watch of Boom him, vibes, isn't 100%. there? Like hundred. Where did this guy come from? 100%. No one had heard of him. Looks like like has the length and everything. <laughs> Only thing he dreads on his lawn. That's about it. You know. But when you watch him, it's like, dude, this is Richard Sherman again. They they yeah, struck gold, so to speak. They really did. And honestly, if it wasn't for him playing the way that he's been playing, it would be Sauce. And if it wasn't for Sauce playing the way that he's been playing, I think it would be an easy Tariq as well. But both of those guys Dogs. have been doing it at a crazy high level yeah. as rookies. But once again, one's playing in New York. Oh, That media market hits a little bit York. different. So it will be Sauce because of that. But to me, Tariq, very much is in that convo, man, on a heavy, heavy level. And I do think if he was playing in Dallas, it would be a different conversation. I like that. He just plays in Seattle. It's like the end of the world, and they don't get a lot of coverage. I like that. Those are That's going to be interesting to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. You know, He's been hooping, hooping, bro. Same same position mm-hmm. uh that that's that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting one to keep a stretch keep an eye on down the stretch here in these last nine games uh offensive rookie of the year are you staying in seattle for this one um, we might have to do a little projecting here well, no, as Kenneth, well too Kenneth was dope i'm mad i mean my offense rookie there gets hurt right now until the acl i was rolling with Brees. yeah yeah now question can i go with etn since he sat out all of last year he had the list, Frank. That's a good question. Is this camp. like the NBA thing where Blake Griffin, Blake Griffin Simmons, can win yeah. it and Ben Simmons can win it? Because he literally he got hurt, was it the in training camp? Training camp. A year ago. Like he never, a preseason yeah, game. never had a preseason game. 
I don't think that that's allowed by right, NFL well, enough, by then. NFL law. Okay, so if I can't, then I won't go with ETN. Then dang, oh, man. Well, you know what? I'm gonna stick with New York, and I will roll with. Oh. Off the top of my head, I'm gonna go Garrett Wilson. I'm probably leaving people out. Like I like what Kenneth's doing. I just wonder because he's out in Seattle if it's gonna be enough coverage media wise yeah whereas when i think of garrett wilson garrett is playing in new york and as long as they're winning and he's been a major part of that as we saw here in pittsburgh directly he is a top-notch receiver obviously a big time uh draft pick in his own uh from his own standpoint and i just think man playing in new york if he has 100 yards receiving in a touchdown that's the equivalent of like 150 yards receiving in two touchdowns anywhere else. Yeah. Because of that media market. Mm-hmm. So the same way I look at Sauce and I say, I think Sauce is going to get it over Tariq. I can look at a Garrett Wilson and I'm like, even if Garrett's numbers aren't just insane, as long as they're winning and he is still a major part of that Productive, offense, yeah. which he has been this season, mm-hmm. I think that he gets denied because he plays a sexy position too, man. Everybody love a wide receiver over wide, running backs. You know that. Wide receiver. Come on, man. Wide doing, receiver's like quarterback light. I'm doing a it is say that the truth. It's like uh not the prom king, but the homecoming yeah, king. Yeah, like, seriously. Um I Arthur Motes. And You're not Arthur Motes, I'm Arthur Motes. I Arthur Motes. I Arthur Motes. King Arthur. I Wesley Eulock. King of the Britons. Ooh. King of the Who. King of the Who. I'm King of the Who. You are King of the Hill. <laughs> I'm doing a little projecting here with mine, but I'm going to go with Kenneth Walker. He nice too, bro. I, he nice, nice. I I realize if we ended this thing right now, he maybe hasn't had quite the spin as some of these other guys who were mm. starting from, from day one. Right, right. But over these next nine games, Seattle's going to continue to win. They're going to continue to to, to do um, – to have a successfully balanced offense there, I think. And I think he's, you know, in a way – while Geno Smith and the quarterback is obviously of utmost importance in the National Football League, man, ever since Kenneth Walker really received the reins to that uh-huh. offense, they have they've gone to an even different level. He's got the stats. I expect that to continue. He's got a knack for big plays as well, too, which obviously, you know, having stuff to throw on that highlight reel is always important in these conversations. I'm going with Kenneth Walker the third. There it is. Much like Arthur Nathan Motes, the third. Hey now. Mozi defensive player of the year. NFL uh, DPO. Michael Parsons. Why? Simple. Yeah, Michael I'm with Parsons. you on this. Yep, 100%, man. Uh he was in heavy contest or he was in heavy conversation to win it a year ago. Was he second or he was second he or was third? Se- he was second on the list a year okay. ago. TJ won it. Obviously TJ broke the record yep. or tied the sack record tied and sack that was record. the big difference, but it's the reason why this dude was unanimous in terms of defensive rookie of the year and why he finished like you said top 3. I believe it was second in the defensive player of the year votings. And with TJ missing as much time as he's missed, Mike has been out there cooking. He's still doing what he does, not just as a pass rusher, but you watch him, you know, just being a playmaker, disrupting the the game, his mm-hmm. impact, like across the board, everything shows up in this dude's game. So, yeah, for me, man, 100%. And he also plays in Dallas. You know, that's like the your favorite biggest, te- your favorite team. It's the biggest media market outside of New York, if we being real about it. For the NFL standpoint, uh, and, and, yeah. Period. 
when you talk about the Cowboys, the Cowboys media oh, presence 100%. is bigger than it's, Dodgers, Celtics, Knicks, other than the Lakers. Yan- other than the Yankees, yeah. it's number two in this country. That's, that's yeah. what I'm referring to. Yep. Not Dallas as a city. And now I'm talking about even, the they Cowboys. They might the Yankees, honestly. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, but yeah. those are the big two in terms yeah. of sports brands in the United States. So when States. you're playing at a crazy high level, and you have that beast with you, it's kind of like when you talk about the music industry, right? A person that is dope on a major label versus a person that is dope as an independent. The independent is going to be cool, but he ain't going to have that same reach as that dude on that major uh, label. He ain't doing Taylor Swift numbers. Not at all, man. It's it's the difference. Kalani, dope. Taylor Swift, dope. One's a major, one's an independent. Y'all going to be like, who the other one is? Oh, yeah, I know Taylor's the other one. Prime example right there. Taylor Swift's playing for the Dallas Cowboys. Basically, uh, that's yeah. what we're trying. That's what yeah. we're trying to say here. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Listen, I think like Nick Bosa is in the conversation. Oh, there's 100%. there's some guys yeah. in the conversation, but I think it's going to be Micah Parsons, particularly like you said that that Cowboys bump is real. They're going to be playing important, meaningful football games yeah. down the stretch. They're still winning too, because that's the other part. When I think of Minka, I'm like yep. Minka's been balling, but Minka hasn't been winning. Yep, you got to win. You got to win. And then also for Mika, he's also, unfortunately, last game, he has a bad highlight on his tape now. And sometimes those can be more detrimental than the good highlights. Because think about when people were trying to knock down Trayvon Diggs last year. What would they go to? Well, look at this guy. Look at what he did to him. Look at that guy, what he did to him. Right. And that's how they do it. And now, unfortunately for Mika, he has AJ Brown tape now. Yep. You know, and that hurts you more than it helps you in this sense. It's almost like you'd rather not make any play at all than have a negative play on your thing. 100%. Yeah, and that's kind of what I think docks him, so to speak. And that's what makes it so hard to win these awards yeah, absolutely, when you play in man. the secondary. Absolutely. <laughs> Micah Parsons can have a few bad uh-huh. plays a game. No one knows. And it's a three-yard run that turns into a nine-yard run. That's it. It's not Shoot, It's not somebody no, no, no. taking this, the West, ball away from you West, in the end zone for West, a touchdown. Micah can be out of gap and it hit for an 80-yard touchdown run. But because the 80-yard touchdown run, that is a defensive issue. Not an 80-yard touchdown Somebody pass. Somebody else missed a tackle right. on that play, too. Not an 80-yard yeah. touchdown pass where I circle you and say, hey, he yeah. would have been put it on you. Yeah. That's the difference. That is the difference. Yep. And that is the life of playing defensive back mm-hmm. in the National Football League. It's called an island for a reason. It's called an island for a reason. <laughs> and a lot of guys try and use that moniker, and not many of them uh-huh. live up to it. Uh, yeah. Final one here. As we wrap up our Steelers Blitz NFL Midseason Awards 2022. NFL Offensive Player of the Year. I'm interested to see where you go with this mm-hmm. because, you know, if we're doing the history thing, oh, like ready, with man. Comeback Player of the my, Year. I'm ready. All right, go ahead. Justin Jefferson, bro. It's simple. Ooh. It's simple. Ooh. Justin Jefferson. The numbers are there. The productivity is there. Receiving yards, catches, touchdowns, impact player, expectations, living up to the hype. Also, they're winning. Has also elevated my quarterback, Captain Kirk. Yes, I do like that. So, yeah, you 100%, like him, man. You like him wearing all that ice on the plane yesterday, don't you? This is not his first one. He's been doing this. That's Anytime he balls out, that's what you do. You Lil, get you Lil get, Kirk? You get Kirk. Not, not Lil Kirk. Kirko. Kirko. It's Kirko. Oh, like Kirko okay. Bangs, it's Kirko. Kirko I thought Chains. it was like little dark, little nah, Kirk. Nah, but, okay. man, you got to throw the ice on it. Let, let, let him stunt. You feel me? Let him stunt. But he's earned that. You know? Nobody wants to give him respect. Dancing like my grandpa at a wedding. This guy has truly got it out the mud. He wasn't even the quarterback that his team drafted to be the guy. Think about that. Think about his journey. And now here he is. He has had a crazy journey, hasn't he? And now here he is, man. When he The day he got drafted, everybody said, why are they doing that? They just took Robert Griffin the third. Bro. He's like one of the most hated on quarterbacks. And we're like, he really is. Think about where he came from 
He's more of a six. Like, I love him because of the story. It is a crazy story. This is is one where it's like you talk rags to riches. That's that. That's Kirk. NFL-wise. I don't know personal story, but NFL-wise, like, that doesn't happen yeah. often, man. He had to he had to fight with Nick Foles Come at Michigan on, State. Then 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 he got and then he's sitting behind RG three. He finally 3. proves himself and watched it, and they don't want to pay him. Yep. So tag him, tag him, tag him to the point where he's still balling out. And then he goes and gets the first ever NFL fully guaranteed, fully guaranteed deal. It's like, deal. come on, bro. Why y'all be hating on Kirk, man? Y'all can't hate on Kirk. But Justin has elevated him as well. But oh, when I think of Justin, man, it's like you know when you're coming into the game versus Minnesota. It's like yeah, you got to stop the run, you got Thielen, but Justin is the guy. In every single game this year, he's been proving it. And I would have went Jamar Chase, but Jamar's hurt. And that does matter. When you talk about availability, oh, 100%. it matters. 100%. So not only are you living up to expectations and exceeding them at times, not only are you elevating the play because it's not like you have a Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers or one of these elite-tier quarterbacks. You have a good quarterback, but not elite. So I also give him even more yeah. credit because yeah. of that factor. So for me, Justin Jefferson. I'm going Tyreek Hill. There it is. Everything that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the exact same conversation. He's yeah. over 1,000 receiving yards Hell already. Yeah, absolutely. Nine games. Mm-hmm. He's over 1,000 receiving yards already. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's crazy. And he's doing it with Tua. And he's doing it with yeah. Tua. Good but not great quarterback. Uh, te- Tua, Teddy Two Gloves, and Scott, was it? Uh, Skyler Thompson, right? Skyler Thompson. Yeah, that was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and kind of like Jefferson, he's, uh, some other good pieces around him on that but offense, he, he's certainly. The guy, but he's he's the, he's the guy. He's the guy. I just, right now, 1,000 yards receiving in nine it's games crazy. to me. Yeah. I can't argue against that. I, I can't argue against your Jefferson pick mm-hmm. as well either. But uh, if I'm throwing down my uh, my chip on the table, it's going to read Hill. You want to see that? Now I got to see what he's finished with thus far, too, man. Thus far. But I say, because I like that though, man. Yeah, so you're at thou, he's at eight eight sixty-seven. All right. I like it, baby. It's gonna be a spicy race down the end of it this is. thing. Cause you Diggs think, could get involved with this. Oh, he's heavily Nick involved. Jalen Jalen Waddle's still in the conversation yeah. as well, man. Maybe Absolutely. Saquon ends up in this conversation uh-huh. as well, too. Jalen Waddle, that's a good yeah. one. Whew. And you also have to think of the quarterbacks that don't get MVP, could, they slip into this as well. Could Christian McCaffrey sneak into this conversation by the end of the year? Too uh, slow to start. I think the start was too slow. Yeah, I think you're right. Because he has right. a lot of ground to catch up. He got a lot, yeah, a like, lot of how, ground how, to catch up. Regardless of what he does in these next six games, is that going to make me feel like that was more impactful than what Tyreek has done in Miami? Over the course of entire season. You see season. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even Justin to an extent, because both of those guys no, are like, absolutely. they're doing it. They've been doing, doing it since day yeah. one. And yeah. they're major reasons why their teams have won, whereas, well, McCaffrey, you got moved for a reason. I mean, truth hurts sometimes, Lizzo. <laughs> it's not all on you, but you were a part of it. No, absolutely. Like, absolutely. You were a part of it. Are you not? Hey, what? He's His part of it. Name was on the roster. Saquon, is, is Saquon's situation drastically different in terms of their offense versus the offense of Carolina? Not really. A lot to be desired, I think, is like, where you're going with this. Because, right? yeah. like, either quarterback. No one's sold talking on the Danny quarterback. Dimes, no one's sold on the Darnold offensive line. Baker, the O-line. No one's sold on the weapons. It's taking Brian Dable, you know, less amount of games to kind of prove himself. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of that has carried over from Buffalo. But even early on, you were still kind of like, all right, can he be the guy? Because we haven't seen a lot of guys come to New York and have success. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that was your 2022 SNR Steelers Blitz Midseason Awards. Brought to you by our friends at Sponsor to be Named Here. Oh. I was getting excited. I was like, who? Let me see. Is it Clorox? Is it is it Audio Arts? 
engineers? Or Why don't we make up our own sponsor? You know, okay. is, is it Think Central? Taco Bell. Is it MICA? Is it Model SS8R switch panel? Brought to you <laughs> by Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was Vex, Vexpo? What are, Vexpo? Some other, what are some other things that we like? You're we got, just we reading off all the different names in the studio. I'm reading in the studio. Is it, is it Logi? Logi? Is it that? Is it Genelec? Sony? <laughs> Apple? Oh, I, I get it. I, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's it's Bose. There we go. Bose is the sponsor. Those are our midseason awards brought to yeah. you by Top Golf. Yeah, but by Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft Surface. Yeah. We're gonna get to our last break here. We come back on the other side. Our buddy Chris Carter will join us. We'll continue this conversation, get into some Steeler specifics with CC as well. We'll do that when we return. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At S&T, it's just what we do. S&T Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.